The Champion Pathogen Why Covid Will Enforce Trump's Demise By Abdiel Leroy Most people recover from Covid infection. Trump won't. This is not a political statement. It is a logical one, and it is based on reason and precedent. It is an equation formed not in the theatre of Democrat and Republican, left-wing and right-wing, but in the greater arena of life and death, creation and destruction. The logic begins with acknowledging the role of plague in affecting social change. For example, after the Black Death swept through Europe in the 14th century, farm workers enjoyed a life-changing increase in the prices they could charge for their labour, as well as greatly enhanced mobility, because they were in short supply. And going back to biblical times, we read of how Moses wielded plagues against Egypt in order to persuade a hard-hearted leader to free an enslaved people. When Covid began its mission, and I choose that word deliberately for reasons that will become apparent, we saw skies clear, waters restored to their pristine origins, and fossil fuel prices plummet, even going negative. We saw awakenings of radical social change, the homeless were housed, prisons emptied, and universal basic income openly discussed by mainstream media. The UN Secretary-General called for a global ceasefire to end the sickness of war, and even the World Bank asked G20 leaders to offer debt relief to the world's poorest countries. It seemed for a glorious moment that Covid might overthrow the structural sicknesses of our world and, in an act of beautiful paradox, bring planetary healing. But then over the following months, traditional power structures reasserted themselves, enforcing rents, calling in debts and resuming evictions. Oil and stock market prices rallied and the billionaire class further enriched itself at the expense of everybody else. It was business as usual, only more so, and where reality failed to reflect that, politicians asserted it anyway. Some governments even saw Covid as an opportunity to capitalise on fear, to exert more surveillance and control on their populations. Yet all this parallels developments in Moses' campaign against Pharaoh, who, when the plague started to bite, imposed yet harsher conditions on the enslaved population. We know how the story ends, though, with Pharaoh's death in the Red Sea, drowned by his own hubris. So if we are to learn from this sequence of escalating plagues, a lesson available to Trump too if he ever read the Bible he so pretends to love, then we would expect Covid to up the ante, with increasingly insistent measures and messages, until abolition triumphs and humanity is set free. Trump's contraction of the virus is consistent with such an agenda. I acknowledge this confers on Covid such human or even divine endowments as sovereignty, will and intention, but now observe its structure, which we have all seen through magnified images, a bright central sphere surrounded by dark goads. Humanity is being goaded all right, but the underlying halo structure sings of a higher purpose animating it, of an invincible ally resolved to overthrow exploitation and enslavement. As an agent of social change, plague has a power that protests, petitions and even polls can only dream of, that walls, weaponry and wealth cannot resist. It won't be coward, threatened, bullied or bribed, nor trampled, tear-gassed or tased. Nor can any earthly institution call it to heal, punish its actions or hold it to account. 
and it is oblivious to the puny defences men construct to protect their rapacious way of life. In short, it is the perfect activist, the ultimate abolitionist, and laughs at the small-minded politicians who evoke the language and metaphors of war in dealing with it. In H.G. Wells's novel, War of the Worlds, the alien invaders who land in southern England on a campaign of conquest must have felt supremely confident in their systems of advanced weaponry and technology that wiped out earthlings and torched the environment. But then one day, a protagonist finds all the destruction has suddenly stopped, and crows are pecking at the entrails of those invaders who but yesterday seemed so invincible. Why? Because the aliens had succumbed to a novel pathogen they had never come across on their own planet. Here is another allegory for our times, that Covid is our champion in the struggle against destructive forces in our midst. Of course the contention between prophets and kings is as old as civilization itself, and it never ends well for the kings. In the spirit of Moses, Elijah's pronouncements against King Ahab and Queen Jezebel led to their untimely deaths, both condemned to be dog's meat, and their son Ahaziah, confined to bed with a sickness shortly after ascending to his father's throne, continued to defy Elijah until the prophet finally pronounced his curse at the king's bedside. You shall not leave the bed you lie on, but shall surely die. Now Trump finds himself in a similar position to Ahaziah, and though the Old Testament provides occasional examples of repentant kings who are spared a prophet's wrath, such as Hezekiah by the prophet Isaiah, we can expect no such change of heart from the pharaoh now occupying the White House. His stubbornness is still demonstrated by his brief vertical appearances for photo ops, much as the corpse of El Cid was propped up on his horse and sent riding out through the gates of Valencia to bolster the morale of his troops, but his underlying condition is irredeemably horizontal. As author Dave Mason informs us in his masterful Age of Prophecy novels set in the time of Elijah, those who show mercy to the cruel bring cruelty upon the merciful. Trump, being both cruel and unrepentant, will receive no mercy from Covid. This piece, The Champion Pathogen, is the latest entry in the Versus Versus Empire series. Find links at geni.us slash POTUS.